we're brothers We're happy and we're singing and we're colored Give me a high five show on the internet for you by us bro talk we're always on the mark shemaine man jason in the director seat as usual thanks for joining us for another week of the craziness the hilarity let's kick it over to my main man dex what up bro dexter stuck here super excited to join bro talk live the best show in late night i want to start the show off by thanking everybody for watching the show we really appreciate you guys and i also want to issue a very public apology to all the women who i've offended who i may have offended last week when i said that latoya was the first woman to be on Bro Talk Live. That's, oh, not, yeah. what I, that's that not what I meant to say. Latoya is absolutely not the first woman who has joined Bro Talk Live. She's the first woman who joined the show in quite some time. We've had amazing women on the show, such as Ashley, Ashley Joy, Zori Monet, Blaganista, um, April Rain, who started the Oscar So White tweet, which is really fitting because we're talking about the Oscars tonight, and a lot of other women. We've Karima had, Renee. Mm-hmm, and a lot of other women we've had on the show, and I'm really blessed and thankful for all the women who have taken their time to not only w- join Bro Talk Live, but to also watch Bro Talk Live. We thank you, we appreciate you, and we love you. I didn't mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of guy, how's it going, sir? Uh, I'm doing great. Um, What's that on your neck, bro? Well, right here, a hooky. Ooh, okay, Keisha Cole. <laughs> Don't try to get you. You got one of them hickeys on your neck, Keisha Cole. Uh, she she put you on, huh? I'm um, very first time in my life. Um, I have very little facial hair, but I, when I do shave it, I usually don't mess up, and I know. So you was feeling it, huh? I was trying to be ready for you guys. You know, trying to keep up. It's beautiful, as y'all. It's hard. Well, um, Will not be joining us tonight. He's out fighting for our country. No, he's not. But yeah, we'll 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 might hop on, but probably not. He's not fighting for the country. I'm not sure why he said <laughs> we don't have to lie, Dex. You don't gotta lie to kick it. We don't gotta um, kick it. <laughs> thanks for uh, reaching out in the comments already. Let's get into some of these comments. Let's go. What up, Levi? Hey boys. Hey Latoya. How's it going? Hi. Hi. <laughs> Savage, Dion, yo, Shakima, and thank you everybody for checking in early. We really appreciate it. You guys, Dion put, Dion put yo yo. He wants us to be capping so bad. <laughs> Amen. All right, let's kick it over to the rundown. Let's start with the ninety third annual Academy Awards. Did you guys watch it? <laughs> <laughs> It was boring. If you I didn't watch it, I was too busy. I was too busy watching The Real Housewives. I didn't catch that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or jo- Jocelyn's new show. What's it? What's Jocelyn's the show? new show. <laughs> What's the name of that show? I have no idea. It's ridiculous. Jocelyn's Cabaret. Right. Ah, yeah, we go. Or, or, or so I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> On challenge, you have Zeus TV. Uh, the night started off well enough. Her won Best Original Song for Fight. For you off of the Judas and the Black Messiah soundtrack. And oh. Daniel Kalua also won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor for his role as Fred Hampton in the same movie. So it started off really strong. Regina King was hosting it beginning, and you know, it was very black affair, seemed like at the beginning. Um, he even capped it off with a memorable bit in his little acceptance speech um, once he won, you know, his very first Oscar. You've got to celebrate life, man. We're breathing, we're walking. It's incredible. It's incredible. 
Like, it's incredible. My mum met my dad. They had sex. It's amazing. Like, do you understand? I'm here. You know what I mean? So, I'm so happy to be alive. So, I'm going to celebrate that tonight. Do you understand? And I appreciate every single person in the room. <laughs> she was so, so, so bewildered as to why he said, look at her reaction. Like, it's hilarious. <laughs> You've got to celebrate life, man. We're breathing, we're walking. It's incredible. It's incredible. It's incredible. Like, it's incredible. Like, it's incredible. My, mom, my, my dad, they had sex. It's amazing. Like, do you understand? I'm here. You know what I mean? So, I'm so happy to be alive. So, she said, What is he talking about? <laughs> Dex, you're on mute. I just said, like, Why would he say that? But, you know, I don't want to make anybody mad or like, you know, how I am with this we're, stuff. Though. We're going to keep going. Uh, we even had Glenn Close, uh, former Corella DeVille, doing the butt. <laughs> Very strange behavior with Lil Rel. <laughs> you, you didn't like that, Ty? Give it, Glenn. She was throwing it back. He was throwing that thing back there. <laughs> it's a throwback in her day. <laughs> she was throwing. She was throwing it. So everything was a party, and then um, you know, the wheels started to fall off. Golden Globe winner Andrew Day didn't win the Oscar for Best Actress, and neither did Viola Davis. And the Oscar for Best Actress goes to Frances McDormand. No way. So there goes our sweep of minorities winning the big acting categories for the first time ever. It happened at the Golden Globes. People thought it would happen at the Oscars. Of course it didn't. But I do like Frances McDormand. She's one of my favorite actresses. And then the moment that they built the whole show around, The Last Award of the Night, which for the first time, guys, since 1948, The Last Award of the Night was not Best Picture. The first time since 1948. So they switched the whole award show around because they knew Everybody was going to be watching to see if a certain someone that is no longer with us will win his very first Academy Award. And this is what happened. So the nominees for actor are Anthony Hopkins, the father. Riz Ahmed, Sound of Metal. Chadwick Boseman, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. <laughs> Gary Oldman, Mank. <laughs> Stephen Young, Minari. <laughs> and the Academy Award for Actor goes to Anthony Hopkins, The Father. The Academy congratulates Anthony Hopkins and accepts the Oscar on his behalf. Thank you. And then the show, the show just ends after that. Like, that was the end. So they they go, on that note. They gave it to an award to a man who was alive and didn't even decide to show up. Yeah, because he was, you know, he was, he was home. Um, he did send his congratulations or his thanks for, for winning the award virtually a day later because he didn't expect to win. Good morning. Well, here I am in my homeland in Wales, and at 83 years of age, I did not expect to get this award. I really didn't. And um, very grateful to the Academy, and thank you. And I want to pay tribute to Chadwick Boseman, 
was taken from us far too early. And again, thank you all very much. <laughs> very nice from Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> very nice. What'd you say, Dex? Why are you shaking your head like that? Don't you feel like it was a little? Uh, you feel like it, it was a little? Huh? They call it post postmortem. <laughs> what? Chad was what? Chad was wasn't the only person that'd be winning the award postmortem. Uh 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 uh. uh, 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 uh nasty joke. That was a nasty. <laughs> That was a yourself. I didn't expect to win this award at my age. Doesn't he star still star on that show Westworld? Is that him? I don't. I don't, I don't know if that's it. Westworld. Oh, you talking about the HBO show? He's on. He's from Hannibal. Yeah, Hannibal Lecter, Silence of the Lambs. But yeah, um, yeah, but he's done more recent stuff. Is that me? I mean, I don't hear anything. I'm not sure what you're referencing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like feedbacking. You're just taking over the show with, with, with your bad feedback. Oh, and he cuts out. Um, let's get some people's comments. I see why they had this picture. Jesus, dear. That's nasty. <laughs> he was Hannibal. And the thing, the thing that bugged me so much, Dex, is that they built the whole show around the fact that Chadwick Boseman was supposed to win. Like, they clearly wanted everyone to think he was going to win. They put his award last for yeah. no reason. No, there was a reason. We want y'all to continue to watch the show. <laughs> we don't want y'all to turn it. Right. So we know y'all are watching the show for this specific reason. And, and then they don't give it to us. Yeah. That was oh, wow. really terrible of them. I mean, they, they always have something that they do to piss us off. And so it was like, they let black people win a couple awards. They were like, but don't get too hyped because we're still going to piss you off. But I feel like we don't expect it from them a little bit. Like, I thought, I think that if this was the Grammys, we wouldn't know that we're about to get screwed over because that's what they do. With the Academy Awards, they don't normally give us anything. So the fact that you well, gave us Moonlight, but they did mess that up too. But, but I'm saying, like, they don't really give us much. So the fact that you kind of were alluding to, like, really about being about to give us something. I kind of I mean, not give. I mean, he was he he earned that. It's not yeah, like I'm not saying him. I'm saying us, like as viewers, as African Americans, like that they're giving us something in the sense of like having all these black people win. Because I mean, you can pick and choose whoever you want to win. Yeah, um, the night did get a little weirder after uh, the awards show. Um, <laughs> in an interview era, when a reporter thought that instead of interviewing Academy Award winning Daniel Kaluuya. Um, she thought she was interviewing One Night Miami star Leslie Odom Jr., who wasn't even nominated. Hi. Hi. Um, I want to congratulate you on this. I've been following you since the beginning of your career. And I was wondering uh, what it meant for you uh, to be um, directed by Regina, what this means for you uh, at this time uh, with the world and the state that it's in. Say that question again, please. I was wondering what it meant for you to win with the world in the state that it's in at the moment. Um, what it meant to win to what that state is in the moment. Um, it, it just, you know, it's, it's amazing to have this honor and to, to be appreciated in this way. <laughs> He's a better man than me. <laughs> He's a better man than me. Directed by Regina. Like, what are you talking about, ma'am? I followed you since the beginning. I and crazy, obviously you didn't. And clearly, right? And the crazy thing about it is that she wouldn't back down afterwards. She went on Twitter saying, Daniel Kalu, I did not mistake you for Leslie Odom Jr. I'm sorry if it seemed that way. I had wanted to ask about Regina King not being nominated as director for One Night in Miami and your win with, for Judas and the Black Messiah. 
for the community at this time. There was a sound issue, so I dropped the part about Regina King and restated my question. <laughs> While, I listened, <laughs> While I listened to the audio, I do understand, but there was no confusion. That is a ridiculous lie. Are you serious? <laughs> well, look, it's all about recovery. I think I have a bigger issue with the fact that Daniel Kaluuya speaks in this British accent. Like, why are you speaking that accent? And you don't win the like you don't do the movies in that accent. Like, why are you speaking? Because that? that's his normal language. That's really speaks, that's I don't like that. Like, I feel like if you're on the award, not working. Look, I'm the peace speak English. Yeah, that's what you are. <laughs> that throws you off that little accent. It's like, I don't. It's just like so when I first heard it. It did throw me off, but I mean that happens a lot. Yes, it's very weird. Um, She also did say, though, she reached out to an expert um, and they said that she did make a mistake. And she says that the suggestion that I confuse Leslie and Daniel is hard for me to understand. An expert? (laughs) What does that mean? And she continues to apologize. She's blocked. She's kind of locked her account. I think it's private now because I guess she was. Margaret Triple G was getting some feedback there. Um, to, to, her, to her Twitter account. So, yeah. Uh, but no one had as wild of a night. And I mean, nobody had the night that Tyrese had. It all started before the Oscars, well before the Oscars, with his girlfriend posting this video of him giving her a haircut live on Instagram. I know we're supposed to be shaving, but I'm thinking about something else. Shaving. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you sticking your tongue out? Um, I didn't even know I was doing that. Mm. On Instagram Live, by the way. <laughs> Back to your face. Why are you leaning so close, Dex? Because <laughs> I, well, I don't use razors on myself, but I don't even shave myself that aggressively. <laughs> what the hell are you doing to that girl? Like, yeah, that, that wrist was... <laughs> he was flick. I was just about to say, I mean, I, either there was a lot of hair there or he was very aggressive with somebody that like, <laughs> he was like, just sitting there like, she's probably like, oh, it hurts so much. That was really, really. It's so painful. <laughs> His stunt of the year nomination. Um. <laughs> he probably got a down there. But then the worst part is in that same exact shirt, he decided to invite his friends over to watch the Oscars. Let's get this Oscar. Jay Fox, let's get this Oscar, baby. What we talking about? He's going to win. So I'm going to make sure I go and get the one that I have at home. So I can hand it to him when he wins. Shh, this is a surprise. So we believe. Terrell, Texas. Terrell, Texas. Uh, what's better than one Oscar? Two?
<laughs> By the way, that was a fake Oscar. He bought, he purchased, he had like a whole thing last year where he talked about how he purchased his Oscar because he has to fake it until he makes it. So he has a fake Oscar around his house and he gave it to Jamie Foxx. Leave that part out. I got to say, though, um, seeing that, though, does kind of take away from the Tyrese killing his woman's vagina and not in the good way. Like, it was kind of like a, like the black man joy moment. It's a big deal. <laughs> Ty, you disgusting for me. He's just weird as a person. I'm just like, I don't want to see him anymore. Do you think he should have changed his shirt at least? Like, just change out that little zip up. As long as he washed his hands, I guess it's okay. okay. But his hands look awfully dry, so I don't know if you washed them. <laughs> you invite the bros over right after you finish trimming. Like that's that's something. I know mean, people have done stranger things, but I guess. The fact that you advertised what you were doing and didn't change, I think, is the problem. <laughs> and the funny thing is that when you Google uh, Tyrese, lady go, did she was she at the party or she uh, was chilling? She was at the party. She walked downstairs. Jamie Foxx said, <laughs> <laughs> she, walked, she probably limped down the steps with all the band aids." <laughs> <sighs> All right, um, let's move on to the basket of deplorables and then we'll be done with the news for the week. Uh, the deplorables haven't saying anything. Exhibit A, a representative, I think this is a Louis Gourmet. But what is a larger course of academic instruction? If you're teaching, if you're having a discussion on whatever the case may be on slavery, then you can talk about everything dealing with slavery, the good, the bad, the ugly. The there's, whole. there's no good to slavery, though. Well, then whatever, whatever the case may be. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> basket of deplorable exhibit a uh, basket of deplorable exhibit b we have a uh, rick santorum who says america's history america's heritage has nothing to do with the natives if you think about this country i don't know of any other country in the world that was settled predominantly by people who were coming to practice their faith they came here because they were not allowed to practice their particular faith in their own country and so they came here mostly from europe and they set up a country that was based on Judeo-Christian principles. We came here and created a blank slate. We, we birthed a nation from nothing. I mean, there was nothing here. I mean, yes, we have Native Americans, but, if, but candidly, that, that, there isn't much Native American culture in American culture. It, it was born of the people who came here pursuing religious liberty to practice their faith, to live as they ought to live. <laughs> Just coming out and saying it. Like, they don't care anymore, guys. We like, need Will right now. because They so do not care. Point, uh, Will, Will will go off on a tangent. I'll try. He will probably say, of course, of course, there's no remnants of, of Native Americans. That's what happens when you rape and you pillage a community. That's what he would say. <laughs> Then, then, you know, Will would definitely bring out the smallpox blanket. Uh-huh. <laughs> Y'all came over here with your cousins on ships with smallpox and he'll name <laughs> other diseases that we've never heard of. And y'all gave it to the American, Native Americans on blankets. And y'all can't even cook and y'all put corn in cans <laughs> right now. Like <laughs> That's exactly where it would go. That is exactly where it would devolve to. 
Then um, Burger Gate became <laughs> Burger Gate became a story. They started reporting that Joe Biden is cutting ninety percent of red meat from Americans' diets, <laughs> and that we would only be able to eat four pounds of beef per year, one burger per month. Um, is what Fox News was reporting that Joe Biden was saying. Um, this even got Don Jr. to respond on Instagram. You've got to be me. Slow Joe thinks he's going to force me to eat only one burger a month. He's a bigger clown than I thought. <laughs> My response to Biden's climate plan, come and take it. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, shut Texas up. BS report. <laughs> I hate him so much. Uh, and he wasn't the only one, Matt. Literally, they were talking about it all week. Say goodbye to your burgers if you want to sign up for the Biden climate agenda. That's the finding of one study. That will impact how you eat, including red meat. Americans would have to cut red meat consumption by a whopping 90%. That means only one burger a month. No burgers on July 4th. No steaks on the barbie. The elites will find their way to get that ribeye steak if oh, they yeah. want to. For the rest of us, it will be let them eat kale. This is the kind of big government foretold in the 19th this dystopian movie classic, Soylent Green. Yeah, I like burgers and I like my gas powered car. <laughs> and then they had to come out and just make a correction. On Friday, we told you about a study from the University of Michigan, a graphic and a script incorrectly implied that it was part of Biden's plan for dealing with climate change. That is not the case. <laughs> It's so stupid. Like, what is wrong with these people? <laughs> just stupid. There's another story about Kamala Harris that I'll talk about in my BS report, but it's just completely stupid. And last but not least, this is my favorite one of the week. Senator Tom Cotton um, got dragged after saying that Wyoming observed, deserved to be more of a state than Washington, D.C. Just this is hilarious. Yes. Wyoming is smaller than Washington by population, but it has three times as many workers in mining, logging, and construction, and 10 times as many workers in manufacturing. In other words, Wyoming is a well-rounded, working-class state. One Senate Republican said that D.C. wouldn't be a, quote, well-rounded, working-class state. I had no idea there were so many syllables in the word white. (laughs) That was good. Nasty. Republicans are out of control. Um, I'm not even sure what else to say about this. Do you guys have any comments? Because we can move. Let them eat kale. <laughs> let them, let let them eat, eat kale. kale. Is that what they're going to do? Ty, can, you, can you do this dance with us this week? I should have named yeah. the episode that. I, don't, I, don't, I can do everything on the planet but dance. Try let this. Kale. Let's do it. You ready? Same yeah. All together. Yeah. Ty, you, you have 92 days to learn that dance. 92. What's happening in 92 days? I'll see you in person in Mexico. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are we doing here? Oh, DMX's funeral um, happened over the weekend on Sunday. Family and friends gathered inside of Barclays Center um, in Brooklyn to pay their respects to DMX. And there was a nice little uh, motorcycle trilling, like, um, what do you call it? Motorcycle uh, 
Motorgate. Mo- there you go, Motorcade. Um, they actually took DMX via monster truck, took his casket on a monster truck down to Barclays, which is kind of cool. Oh. That's a nice truck. I want one of those. Who gonna buy it for me? You said you didn't need to overcompensate. <laughs> um, and Swiss Beats also spoke about his friend at the funeral. I just love. I just the only part is like you know. I just wish all these people showed up for him when he was here. You know what I'm saying? You got. Thousands of people claiming who they are and tickets and things like that. This man needed everybody. He didn't need everybody when he's not here. He needed everybody when he was here. You understand? So we got to learn how to celebrate each other while we're here. I don't want y'all to show up to my shit when I'm gone. Unless you was showing up while I was here. I want to be sent off with the same love that I had when you were standing next to me. The things that I'm witnessing from my brother's passing, it's a big educational, it was a big educational thing for me to learn. I'm glad that I got to see it at this age. A lot of people ain't your friends. A lot of people ain't your family. And I need everybody to do a will. You have to do your will. You do not want strangers, bloodsuckers, handling your business when you're not here. You want the ones that you love handling your business. But I'm going to make sure my brother's straight. I'm going to make sure my brother's family's straight, my brother's kids are straight, and everybody in here better do the same as well. That was real. Swizzy. Um... um when I pass away, I personally, when I pass away, I just want you guys to throw me in the air fryer and call it a day. But if things happen and there's a rem- memorial for me, Jason, I want you to be my Swiss Beats. You know how I am with people. I don't fool with people like that. And if you see people there that I don't like, I want you to call them out. I want you to say, you know, come on, you better move. I'm going to be like, and Dexter was just talking about you. He loved you so much. Don't do that. Don't lie to nobody. Don't have <laughs> nobody in there crying tears for me that I would look at them and be like, suck them up and go. Dexter, like, so if I was in charge of your funeral, there would be like six people there. I don't, you know, I don't there's about six people in this world who like me. So that's probably about accurate. <laughs> I don't fool with no people. All right. Uh, moving on uh, to even worse news. Derek Chauvin. Look how terrible he looks. Doesn't he look what an aged. <laughs> he looks god awful. He looks like he looks like Roger Klotz from Doug. Ah! Look from jail. Zooted. <laughs> Completely spaced <laughs> out. 
Um, the Department of Justice is also mulling charges for a 2017 arrest that he had involving a 14-year-old boy. Get a load of this case that got swept under the rug that no one has ever heard about until today. Uh, Chauvin and another Minneapolis police officer were dispatched to a home where a woman claimed she had been attacked by her 14-year-old son and young daughter, right? So Chauvin shows up with his boys, entered their home, spoke to the woman. They ordered the son to lie on the ground, but he refused. Within seconds, he hit the teenager with his flashlight. Then he grabbed the teenager by the throat, hit him again with the flashlight, and quote-unquote, quote-unquote, applied a neck restraint, causing the child to lose consciousness and go to the ground. Not finished. Chauvin and the other officer placed the teenager in the prone position, same position they placed George Floyd in, and handcuffed him behind his back while the teenager's mother pleaded with them not to kill her son and told her son to stop resisting. Not finished. About a minute after going to the ground, the child began repeating, repeatedly telling the officers that he could not breathe. His mother told Chauvin to take his knee off of her son. Then after that, about eight minutes in, Chauvin did move his knee to the teenager's upper back and left it there for nine more minutes, according to the prosecutor. Eventually, Chauvin told the teenager that he was under arrest for domestic assault and obstruction with force. The two officers then helped him to an ambulance, which took him to a hospital to receive stitches. He was also bleeding out of his ear as well. So Chauvin is now being investigated for this one that just seemingly got swept under the rug. No one heard anything about it until like yesterday. Like what in the hell? Um, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Like, this is crazy. This I guy mean, clearly had a pattern of abuse and it was completely ignored. And the, you know, the crazy part is this, this same person, um, or dirtbag as we like to call him was, was really out here training other people, mm-hmm. training them. Like he's out here training like this, this, these type of people are out here training other police officers. Like, I think people need to let that sit in for a minute. Like pe- this person is a training officer. That's crazy. And then, and then they always talk so much about like all cops are not bad people, but like nobody spoke up about this man. Like if if, if the George Floyd situation didn't happen, we still if, if George know. Floyd didn't die, like right. we still wouldn't know about this. And then think about the countless people that this man has abused that we don't know about. It wasn't on video. It hasn't been reported. Like this is disgusting. It's a real dirt bag, man. Dirt bag scum. And we'll leave you with a good note, though, guys. Um, last but not least, have some news about two rappers, one of them one of our favorites, and a great deed um, that they have done, uh, all in the name of generosity. We caught up with both artists at Cleveland Avenue Park, where we found them cooking out and spending time with family and friends on Sunday afternoon. This where we from. This where we from. But they aren't just using their fame and fortune to give back to their loved ones. In fact, on Friday afternoon, we just woke up and went to the jail with the lawyer and you know DAs and on the prosecutors and you know the, the bond company, bonding companies, and just got as many people as we can out. Probably like twenty or thirty people. The rapper's label, YSL Records, shared this exclusive video showing the moment dozens of Fulton County inmates were released from the county jail. Watch this emotional reunion between a father and his young son. You never know what somebody been through, bro, and I understood when I just, it was people sitting out three, four years, they couldn't get out of, on, a, on, a, on a bun. If they did the crime, they could do the time, it's all right. You know, but it's like, you, you giving them a bun, 
higher than what they stole. <laughs> young thug. Look at young thug. That is amazing. Love to see that. That's the uh, one thing we regret is not seeing him in that dress, that wedding dress. <laughs> Seriously, like, and he looks like a man now too. So I don't think you're ever gonna get him in that wedding. I don't think we're gonna get, ever get to. The, I don't think we're ever gonna get to the level that he was at no, with his wedding dress. Like next time he thought he thinks he's getting married. It's gonna can be you remind married. the people who don't know the story what we're talking about? It was oh, back yes, in 2016. Yeah, we did we did this story here on Bro Talk Live. Young Thug was in the process of getting married, and he was like, "The wedding's gonna be beautiful. I, my wife and I are both gonna wear gowns. So it's gonna be two people in beautiful gowns. It's gonna be two brides. That's what he said. He was serious. I thought he was serious. I don't know where I don't know where she at now. She probably wasn't comfortable with that. So she so she's no. They broke. Yeah, him and Jerrica broke up. Why do you know her name? No, I know, right? What? I'm a young thug fan. Why are you so invested in this story? You're like, yeah, I think Jerrica, like, you know them? Jerrica Carlet. She's like an Instagram, you know, person. Oh, is she? Yeah. And I do agree with what the comments are saying. And if you guys listen on the podcast, they're they're saying that um, this is an amazing idea that they did. This is great. This is dope. This is this is great. And I agree with it. Although, although. I would like to know what these people did to get them in jail. I just, I just no, I don't matter. It do not matter. <laughs> they um, probably committed a petty crime with dark skin. More than right. Like. They got caught okay. selling weed that white people are now selling with tax added. Okay, They're kicking up to the U.S. government. Enough of those questions. Time for some real questions. I got a question. I got a question. Ty, you gotta take up your old mantle. Oh, all on the spot. <laughs> all right, you're the, only one, you're the only one with experience. We don't. None of me and Dex don't have experience hosting Q and A. Dex always takes over for William. That's his boy. Um, I'm sorry. Going to introduce it's time for questions. <laughs> we have all ladies uh, submitting questions. This oh week. wow. Okay. Like, a, like a, only the second time ever this has happened. Grown with plaits. Okay. <laughs> What's a plant? Um, like isn't there them little thingamajiggers that little kids get? Braids. Okay. Noisy Nancy, fake energy. Noisy Nancy, fake energy, anti-mask equals pro-mask. There's okay. three that I like. I like grown with plaits, I like fake energy, and I like anti-mask equals pro-mask. What are you guys thinking in the comments? What are you guys thinking on the show? Hmm. We have one just question noisy Nancy, so uh, nobody else really said anything yet. And, and, and ground with ground with plats too. Let's do ground with plats first, and then no, noisy Nancy. Short. Okay, it's short. Hey, long time listener here. I started dating a guy during COVID, and things are going well. The only issue I have is that he's a grown man with braids in his hair, cornrows. And with designs, ugh, am I being petty or is there an age limit for this hairstyle? Depends on how old you are, lady. Um, I think you were cornrows as long as you want. Is that a thing? I don't your dad have cornrows, uh, Ty? Does my does you tell me? You probably know him better than I do. You tell me. <laughs> what do you look like? Let me know. <laughs> my hair cornrows, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, my hair got no cornrows. I will say, though, that I guess, 
like stereotypically there is maybe an age limit to it because like I remember in college people would make fun of people with like women girls would make fun of guys with like braids and be like that's childish and stuff but me if I, what's under here I can't talk about nobody else's hair if you can do it you can do it I you got it and if everything else, don't, don't sabotage your relationship for his hair I don't think there's an age limit. I mean, it depends on what looks good on you. Like, if you look good in plaits or braids, I mean, that's up to you. I mean, some people can't rock that, like, you know, past a certain age. I know people who braid their um, their locks back and make them look like cornrows. Is that, like, socially more acceptable than just having your regular hair braided? I mean, I don't I don't see an issue. Keanu's saying Alan Iverson is the only one still allowed to wear cornrows. See, women don't like that. Women, that I'm just finding this out from from our viewers that that's a thing. I've, I've never heard that cornrows like a couple of months ago. He just cut his hair. Who? Yeah, women women do not that's like cornrows. Like they don't. That's interesting. I, I my hair would never grow long enough to get cornrows. So it's not an issue for me. <laughs> if he got a George Jefferson with cornrows, let them go. If not, leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> People say oh, that was like. Nobody over, I guess, 40 is the oldest age we can give cornrows to. Hmm. Doesn't Method Man have cornrows? No one says anything about him. I've not seen in a while. Jim Jones still have cornrows? We all know a little Wayne hair looks like. It's funny because the woman who I specifically was referencing just commented. She said, definitely don't. It's corny and childish. Uh, hey, I guess <laughs> there we go. Thank you. Someone's sticking up for men's. Thanks, Vance. Don't police men's hair. Vance polices my hair, though. <laughs> yeah, well, we need to. Uh, apparently, Method Man has cut his hair uh, going on with the trend. So, uh, I guess that's the thing. Don't ask us. Ask the ask the people on this show. Apparently, they was up until my first year, second year in college. Oh, you did have braids in college. My first. Year. You didn't know me with braids. I had cut my hair by the time you came. Yeah, but I've seen pictures. Oh, okay. Um, noisy Nancy and fake energy, they're both saying we should do. Oh, um, all right. Whichever you guys want. Dex probably would like fake uh, fake energy. Noisy, I mean, they're both. Let's do, let's do both. Giving it all the time. Let's do both, though. Okay. I moved in with my boyfriend about five years ago. Our neighbors, husband and wife, have two trucks with dual custom exhaust. They are so loud. They will wake up our daughter at 5 a.m. I can hear them start their trucks when I am in the shower. In the summer, they have motorcycles and they sit in the driveway, revving the engine. Reviving the engine. Reviving the engine. I think think she meant revving, though. Yeah, she definitely. I thought she meant revving. That's why I said that. Um, they tear off, they tear off, they tear off down the street. I guess that means um, we live in a residential neighborhood with children and neighbors um, always walking their pets, bikes, etc. What do we do? We have, what are we supposed to do? We have mentioned <laughs> our frustration, blah, blah, blah. Agree. Um, we have mentioned this to our frustration loud, neighbors, blah, blah, blah. Um, because no changes have been made. What do we do? Um, call the HSA. How the hell are we supposed to know? Yeah, I'm, let's do the other one. I mean, like, really, there's nothing we could tell you about this. You did what you needed to do. I, I guess you got to deal. I mean, you could slash their tires. You could slash their tires. I mean, you could get you could get violent with it. You can. Um, I mean, the police have been abolished, so you can. You could put, uh, you could put a bottle of water in that gas can, that gas tank. In now, it. Let's not be dangerous with it because they might have them rain cameras. 
Oh, yeah, you're right. The ring cameras will get you every time. I think we should bring over a pie and kindly talk to them and ask them if they could keep the noise down during this time. And I think they'll comply. They seem like kind people. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> they live in a residential neighborhood. Obviously, they... Um, yeah, that's what matters. Okay. Probably didn't know they were bothering other people. This seems like something that would bother Dex, this question. This seems like something that's um, fine. It's really small. And I can't okay. see it. I'll make it big. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. I've been working slash interning with... A, this is like my fifth question. Like, what's going on here? This is I've been working slash interning with another girl my age. And our work relates to our work relates to helping people. She is always smiling, laughing, saying hello to everyone that walks in, compliments them and on their outfits, and it's very sunshiny. I can act such a way, but I choose not to because I find it overly exhausting. We went to a training where she admitted that she is sunshine. That she is sunshine on the outside, but her inside is more gray. And for me, my core is sunshine, but my outside is more gray. My goodness. Who are these people today? (laughs) Here, I'm comparing myself to her, and that's not the point of this post. But she's so overly nice, and everyone talks about how she is the nicest person ever. I never see her in any other mood. She is always calm and smiling and laughing and talking. My body does not feel comfortable around her. And I thought as long, thought a long time about it. I wanted to know if it is possibly because I could be threatened by her, but honestly, I'm not. I've concluded that I just have an off vibe from her. Like my body knows she's not fully genuine. Maybe she is that nice. But I don't understand how one doesn't show any other emotion, especially during 10 hours work. Sorry, 10 10 hour work days. I don't know. Has anyone experienced this? No. (laughs) What are we supposed to do? Listen, this, this is one of them things where it's like. If you're at work and you're like having a shitty day or whatever the case may be. Um, and you choose to, you know, not manifest that and be sunshine and helpful and nice at work. Like, why? Why? Do, I don't understand why that bothers you. Like, who cares? Yeah, let's let's do the other one. Let's end on a high note. Hopefully, let's just end end it uh, for more. I want to do one more. And yeah, this end the suffering. I wanted, to, I wanted to give an opinion. That was a yeah. stupid question. Yeah, it was very. For more questions, hit us at brosalklive.com slash questions. Jason. Oh. Jason and Company. Jason and Company. Yo. Ty, you had something to say? I'm sorry, I cut you off. Oh, no, sir. Um, We're good to go. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. Back in the days. I'll narrate U.S. President Donald Trump struggles with the Asian handshake during the photo op at the opening ceremonies of the summit. World leaders were instructed to place their right arm over the left and extend the handshake to the person next to them. Trump was supposed to join hands. 
with Vietnam's prime minister and the president of the Philippines, but ended up clasping the hands, one of the guy's hand with both hands, breaking the line into two parts, like an idiot. How stupid he looks. Say cheese, look at that stupid face. And they zoom in on that stupid looking face. So it could be as awkward as possible. I love him so much. Like this gives me first year vibes for sure. It's early, yeah, two thousand. <laughs> I feel like he learned how to shake, you know, hands. No, or they or they didn't invite him back. <laughs> I say twenty seven, seventeen. That'll be year one. You're saying twenty seventeen, Ty? Yes, we booked it. Yeah. Correct. You're correct. Always right, so I was about to say, he's always right. So if he agrees with me, I feel confident. Who, me? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you've got one of these wrong. I don't think I have either because I I know what I'm entertained by. It's your boy. <laughs> Sweet daddy Sweet Trump. Daddy Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet daddy Trump. That man was really our president for a long time. Like, Four years longer than I expected him to be. Amazing. Four years. And would have had another four years. She was talking about the question. question. Yeah, four years. And you would and he would have had another four years if at 1030 p.m. (laughs) when the polls were closed, (laughs) if they didn't miraculously find all these votes in Georgia. (laughs) All of a sudden, Georgia and Pennsylvania. Georgia said, and Philadelphia, miraculously. He said, and frankly, he said, we almost won this election. And frankly, we did win this we election. We did win this election. Never forget that. <laughs> You're terrible. Like, what a person. <laughs> what a person. More <laughs> embarrassing. Uh, this is in the same realm as what did the Trump say? There's a basketball player. His name's Kevin Garnett. He's made over $150 million in his playing career. Um, and he struggled with his word. I want to see if you guys can guess it. Um, <laughs> before we reveal it to you, and back in you know, in uh, what is the Trump say sort of style? So here we go. Okay. Uh oh. Uh oh. Might have a. See, I never, I never know where it's gonna go. Okay, here we go. Kinda like naming NFL equivalent for each NBA player. What did he say? One more time. Naming NFL equivalent for each NBA player. Career highlight. <laughs> Name an NFL equivalent for each NBA player. <laughs> coach of coach? <laughs> I have no idea. Fiction? Like I don't, I don't know. <sighs> one more, one more time. Name an NFL equivalent for each NBA player. Colef-ish. I'm trying to figure out what that could be. College? College. There's no way I better I'd be college. It doesn't make sense in context. I'm trying to think of what makes sense in context, and nothing makes sense. All right, well, sound blurred. You're going to see the word, and you're going to see what he was trying to say. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. You guys are nowhere close. Here we go. Name an NFL equivalent for each NBA player. 
equivalent. No way. Name an NFL equivalent for each NBA player. He just glossed over it. Now, it makes sense in context, but that's not what you said. That's definitely not what you read. Coleth each. What? each. <laughs> name an NFL equivalent for each NBA player. <laughs> that's so bad. That's that's embarrassing. $150 million can't say equivalent, um, but he can count. If you give me $150 million, I can forget some things, too. <laughs> if you knew them at one point. I don't think he knew it. Is that more embarrassing than um, this? Hood Mills. I don't know about y'all, but we did this in the hood. We ain't had no bread. So you want to get your ham and cheese? The cheese already in there. You ain't got to worry about that. You get two and one. The cheese already kicked up in the meat. The kitchen noodles. Man, what a long bowl is. Oh, oh dear. What the fuck is this? Hey, dude, share light. Damn. Damn, I just used. You're going to flush the whole once an hour. gagging the entire thing. That was a lot. That was a lot. Like, that was <laughs> a trigger warning. I'm sorry. No, seriously, when he opened the microwave, it was like, that's a dirty microwave. And then when he, when, when, when the, when the ball fell off the toilet, I'm like, that's dirty. <laughs> that was a lot. The water, like, what is going on? <laughs> the cheese is in the ham. The cheese is in the ham. First of all, I don't like ham. I think ham is disgusting. Um, no offense to people who love it. But <laughs> the fact that you put oodles of noodles on it. Oh, what time? That's, that's, <laughs> it's a jail burrito. Audrey says it's a jail burrito. All, all you men have been to jail before, they love oodles and noodles. And they, <laughs> they love oodles and noodles and they love hot Cheetos. Those are the, those two things. I, like the stuff. I don't think I've ever had hot Cheetos before. I'm not trying because people put, people put hot Cheetos, like whenever you see something ratchet and ridiculous, it always includes hot Cheetos. Did y'all notice that? So they put it on turkey. Now he's putting it on it. Like hot Cheetos must be the bomb. All the people that used to eat, um, all the people that used to fight in school used to eat hot Cheetos early in the morning. Like (laughs) (laughs) you fight, don't fight me with them orange fingers. They would eat twenty five cent bag of hot Cheetos Uh and a hundred and be ready to scrap. Somebody, okay, one of them ever fresh juices, and that's it. Or rap snacks. <laughs> so is that uh, more disgusting, uh, more embarrassing than Kofish? No. I mean, no, wait, yes, yes. That's more embarrassing than Kofish. Well, that's way more embarrassing than messing up a word. Like, you got, I was waiting for a roach to walk by. You live in foul, though. Like, that, you shouldn't be okay living with that. And you're okay with it. Because you have, you're in poverty doesn't mean you have to live in filth. Hot, thank you, Laron. The hot Cheetos are it. That's what I'm talking about. Kiana eating shrimp, shrimp oodles and noodles right now. I hear that. Okay, no, I don't believe that. Are you eating shrimp oodles and noodles on ham? Not with not with ham and cheese. And also, what grocery store? We are really are analyzing. What grocery store are you going to that they sell ham with cheese already in inside of it? With cheese squares. 
cheese squares. That'd be the ones that always be on sale. <laughs> Who made the biggest mistake? Contestant number one. Wow. She lost the balance. Damn. <laughs> you want to see it one more time? Thanks, you seem a lot less sympathetic the second time you watched it. Oh, the second time I noticed something. What you notice? Thing was moving. The <laughs> <laughs> second time, I was like, okay, you does something. <laughs> Did that lady make a bigger mistake than this lady who decided to walk in front of an African-American young lady at, it looks like a car or DMV or something like that without wearing a mask. Lady trying to sanitize the air in front of her. She got sprayed. Things got heated part two. I will spray you like the insect. Then stomp your ass in this field. Don't get it twisted because I'm old. I'm going to <laughs> so nasty. You know, what I, you know what it is about black women, though, older black women. Not only are they going to say whatever they feel like saying, they're not going to stop. And they're going to do it. Stop. They literally just keep going until they feel like stopping and they don't stop. She put her lights on. She's spraying, spraying in front of her. <laughs> she should have wore a mask, though. Like, you're in a public area. Why are you rolling up in, a, in some places without a mask? Older black women who, like, in their head, they used to whoop a mask. Like, they swear they can still whoop it. Like, lady, you can't get a whoop no ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that's over for you. Like, you can't whoop no ass no more. Like, that's it. I guess that last time you remember in your mind where you whooped ass, that was your last time. <laughs> That's not happening again. She can spray you though. She'll spray you in a mask. She'll spray you, but I will and okay, you can spray and I probably won't do it. But like don't don't be out here thinking like you can still whoop ass. Like yeah, you could probably That's not happening. So who who regrets it more? The lady who tore up the house? Um the castle. The lady who fell through the glass. Or regrets it more. No, I think um, the girl who fell through that glass, she did it for TikTok. So she's fine with that because she loves the attention. That girl. You think she bashed her head into some glass for TikTok? You know she did. That girl girl who just got cussed out for just being like, whatever, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. She ain't never going to live that day. Like, she is mortified right now. (laughs) And she's scared of that old woman, too. Because she really is scared of her. She's like, trying. <laughs> oh no! I'm like, no. Speak up, speak up, speak up. Without your man, put some bass in your voice. Um, <laughs> worst situation. Um, uh, trigger warning: If you get grossed out by uh, eyeballs and stuff like that, sorry. This lady has uh, some some brand new eyelashes. Someone, people was asking, like, is she dead? Like, why her? Like, just pulling it down like that. 
So she in a worse situation than eyebrows, eyelashes stuck to her face, or is this person in a worse situation? She's gonna fuck it. Oh, look on his jacket. Ooh. Oh, you almost Ooh, that's so fucking. Don't put it on. No. I ain't gonna have nothing to eat. Ooh, I stole. Mama, why you gonna tell me to keep looking at me? ain't got no towel. Now it's wasting all over the car. <laughs> yeah. It ain't got no top, mama. I'm finna pull it out. <laughs> it's wasting all over the car. It's no top. <laughs> yes, I'm holding it, but it's still wasting. <laughs> it's always in about the house. With a pot of gumbo with no If you come back here without my motherfucking gumbo, I'm going to you. You know that you know how people be like I F Y D. She said I F Y D C B. You know that. That's what she said, and that's why he was upset, crying. No, why you tell me all this? Well, I'm in the pouring house. She was like, I will, mother. No, he know he was like, cause it spilled all over me. No, she, she probably said, I wish you would. Spill. I'm gonna beat you. <laughs> <laughs> and you better not spill it. <laughs> oh, I think boys in the worst situation in that way. Because that's hot too. He's probably like spilling all over his leg. Not, he could at least like slid a little plate over top if it ain't having a real top. Or the, the crazy part about it, aluminum foil over it. He's holding it. The crazy part about it <laughs> is that the least of his words is spilling the gumbo or it being hot. Like he's concerned his mom's going to kill him yeah, when he gets home. <laughs> You're not eating that gumbo after it's been out in all that air. I but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you. That's right. All that air. I don't eat nothing with all that air touching. I'm gonna need to be wrapped or something like that. Who's he taking it to? Who wants this? Grandma. He's taking it to grandma. <laughs> to grandma. Once, they, once they put that back on the stove and reheat it, all that rolling is going to be going out of there. They'll be all Speaking right. Grandma, we have auntie TikTok versus grandma TikTok. You guys ready? Okay. Last but not least. Tell me which one you guys prefer out of auntie TikTok and grandma TikTok. Sometimes I tell myself, Lisa, you have to stop drinking. Thank God my name ain't Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> no, because seriously, I'll be on this show every week like, Jason, you need to not drink no more shots or nothing like that. Good thing my name ain't Lisa. Hey, you. <laughs> what is that? What is that? Some Chris, what is that? Ooh, cinnamon whiskey? No, tequila only for me. That looks like that burn all the way down. You can barely handle that. <laughs> together for the show. <laughs> yeah, like you like. <laughs> Burn, bro. That was Auntie uh, Twitter. This is Grandma Twitter.
I hear that. It's grandma for me. No. <laughs> it's the grandma for me. <laughs> it's grandma for you. That. Mm-hmm. Oh, that. <laughs> she did another video. Um, you want to see it? Yeah, so I was gonna say, please have it. <laughs> Hello, my friends. This is part two. I want to show my ladies honestly what I do for my dairy air. I've been doing this for years. I don't use my waistband. I don't. As you sit down like this, put your arms in front of you, you will have more room. I'm just doing this to kind of show you, okay? You got your music going. You hear that? Hey. But anyway... You put your Old ass music. You. This shapes your butt. It really does. I've been doing this for years. It makes it stay round. And I'm going to show you this other trick after this, before this tape go off. And you rock. Look. Holding your stomach in. Holding your stomach in. And rock. And you black. <laughs> Don't you know what that reminds me of, right? Don't don't have that video up. I already know what you about to say. No, leave that alone. The Ashanti video, thank you. That's what it remind me of. I, yeah, but I I want to know her Instagram for research purposes. Grandma's gonna have pop up pressure all up. She didn't stop. Pop up did, and grandma's living her best life now. (laughs) (laughs) Grandmother's out here. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Y'all are so wild in these comments right now. (laughs) Um, Grandma better. So, y'all going with grandma or auntie? Ty, you going grandma or auntie? Oh, grandma definitely getting it. She's getting it. Not from me, but from (laughs) somebody. <laughs> Who did you say that about? Was it like Omarion's mother? He was like, oh, she could get it. They say, they say, they say you're single till you marry. Hey, Grandma. Oh, that was hilarious. Hey, Grandma. Hey, Grandma. <laughs> they love that little scoot. I don't have it. I don't have the scoot. I'm going to try to get it. I'm going to pair it up. I'm going to put it as a clip next week. Y'all going to yeah. get this scoot. <laughs> Y'all going to get this scoot. That was uh, Jason and Company. It's now time for the BS Report. <laughs> That song goes so hard. I'm about to say, Jason clearly likes this song. I love it. <laughs> um, it's uh, Do Love, which is one of th- one of three, well, one of four of Mick Foley's characters. The other ones are Mankind, which you guys are probably really familiar with, Cactus Jack, and Commissioner Foley. All right, guys, Dex's BS Report. I tell <laughs> Commissioner Foley, you're going to make him a character? He was a character. Oh, gosh. Um, well, when people like me started watching wrestling, you might have seen more Commissioner Foley because I really started watching the early 2000s. But anyway, 
Dexy's biggest report, guys. I tell three stories. Two of these stories are true. One of these stories is uh, is false. That's right. I'm screaming at this chat right now. These <laughs> so nasty. What they no, go ahead. Keep going. Just keep going. Um, two of these stories are true. One of these stories is uh, is false. It's up to these guys and you guys in the comments to let me know what's true and what's false. All right. So there's a there's a marriage getting ready to happen. I need to see the comment. <laughs> don't stop laughing. I'm sorry, I wasn't looking at him when we were doing that segment about the grandma. So now I'm looking at all of them and I'm laughing. Share them, then. Share them real quick. Uh, so mean. Uh, you guys are mean. You guys are mean. Um, go ahead. Right. Um, there is a there is a man and a woman. They were getting married, and then the mom discovered the 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 bride's the mom of the groom discovered the the bride's birthmark, and she was like, "Wait a second! Like, were you adopted?" And then the bride's parents actually confirmed that yes, twenty years ago she was adopted, and you know even she didn't know about it, and they didn't want to disclose it. Turns out that she's actually the daughter of the the mom that she's the she's the daughter um yeah so there's that and then the next story there's in florida who was arrested for throwing an alligator into a wendy's restaurant he was a little upset about his meal and decided to get even by throwing a live alligator inside of the restaurant and then finally if you guys were afraid of those murdering hornets you might want to be careful going outside now there are jumping worms that have been sweeping the nation of america they've been coming they started in the midwest and they've just started jumping on to different people and actually are the only worms in the united states that have been told been known to bite people all right guys what's true what's a lie the worms I feel like all this new stuff coming out the ground i believe in those jumping worms no, I don't mm-hmm. believe in no worms. There ain't no worms jumping. I don't believe in no worms. I know when that gator story is probably true. That's not like something that would happen. When I first moved to this area, I realized there was such thing as a cricket spider. And so I think anything's possible now. Uh, people. Uh, what do you think the lie is? Um, that first one. Okay. The first story is actually 100 percent true. Like um, the only thing is the people, they did still get married because um, the son was actually adopted as well. So both of them were adopted. So they weren't actually brother and sister. Um, the jumping worm story, I realized when I was doing the bro talk, I was realized when I was doing the um, the BS report that I didn't tell a lie. So I had to throw a little lie into the jumping worm stories. There are jumping worms, but there is no word on them biting or not. So that part is the lie. Right. All right, guys. That is Dex's BS report for the Ooh, week. Right. Oh, wow. Had to <laughs> like honestly, I was sitting there like, wait, you didn't tell no lie. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't tell no lie. Time for seats. You know what I just thought about when um, I was thinking about these seats? Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been doing seats, I think, for as long as we've been doing the show. It's one of the segments that's always been with us. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, our lives are getting really significantly better because y'all never have seats anymore. <laughs> <laughs> y'all living in the suburbs. Y'all getting married. Y'all doing all types of wonderful things. And you barely ever have seats. But I hope for this week um, you'll throw us, you know, a throwback and give us a seat. Ty, you look like you almost sawed your damn neck off with that damn band-aid. Like it's <laughs> actually a really small cut. You should like do they not do you didn't get like the black skin tone ones like that match your skin? I don't no, it wasn't like I haven't had a band-aid on in like 15 years. Remember the when they were trying to cater the to people us? in my house besides me are this color? 
Remember when they were trying to cater to us over the summer and they were like, we're coming out with new band-aids that match black people's skin. Like they were ridiculous last summer. It's crazy. Um, just like them Harriet Tubman dollars. They never came. Oh, so those black band-aids aren't a thing? What you found one? I didn't look for them. I don't, I'm not really a band-aid. Person. Look, you ain't gonna find them. They're probably in a band-aid store. <laughs> um, I actually have two seats. My first seat is gonna go to people who feel the need to fight in an airport. Look, going on a trip is not, I mean, going on a trip is cool. It's always fun for the most part, unless it's, you know, a mis- like a funeral or something like that, but it's always a fun time. The only time that's not really fun, at least for me on a trip is the airport. Like it, nobody wants to be in the airport, but for you to spend that time that you're in an airport fighting, there's so many other things that you could be spending your time doing. Finding where you uh, need Dex, to There's nothing to do in an airport. You can find where you need Literally to do. Literally nothing, like fighting is, Probably that's, one of the things you can do to pass the time. I, I do not think fighting is acceptable in an airport. I just don't. I just think it's the stupidest thing that a person can do. I really do. And then my second seat is going to go to a good friend of mine. So I was talking to one of my friends about their interests, right? And, I, and, and, my, and my interest as well. And I'm like, I'm a really big, I'm really big into cologne. And they were like, oh, okay, well, I don't wear cologne. I'm like, oh, really? He's a grown man. I'm like, why don't you wear cologne? And this man, goes to me, this man says to me, I'm tall and I'm light skinned, so I don't need to overcompensate by wearing cologne. So you have to be seated for that because I just. This was the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Literally the stupidest thing I've ever heard. But Ty, do you wear cologne? I do. I actually love cologne. You do? I like cologne so much that I actually will take a shower at night and wear cologne to bed. Thomas, I've been, I've been, during quarantine, it was one of my worst things about me is that I would wear cologne. Just because, like, I wanted to wear cologne. Like, I really love wearing cologne. Jason, do you wear cologne? I love cologne. I actually do. I love cologne. What's your favorite brand of cologne, Ty? And Jason, what's your favorite brand? Uh, that Banana Republic one. Okay. You said it. Jason told me. Jason told me. Jason said I never said that. That's alleged. Alleged words. Not verified, um, <laughs> poorly off the record. Um, <laughs> my seat's going to go to uh, once again uh, <laughs> the Republicans. No, uh, the New York Post. This lady, she's a she's a journalist. Oh, well, she was a journalist for the New York Post, and she quit because she says that the New York Post forced her to write an article saying that Kamala Harris um, had been, you know, giving all immigrant children a copy of her book and that was completely fabricated completely made up um one person bought a book to one of those camps and someone decided to make up a story and report it for the new york post so you have to be seated um then she claims that she quit because she was felt like she was bullied into writing a story that she didn't want to write in the first place and um that you know her ethics have been called into question because she was forced to write this article so yeah that's my seat Bye, lady. To write the article, she said, and uh, it wouldn't have been like uh, the question to quit before she wrote the article, like in protest. But she decided to write the article and then quit. That's a stand. <laughs> you knew what you were doing. <laughs> Not letting really a seat, but I do have a quick statement. Um, I've noticed that all the important people on Twitter, like who are high up in their careers, always say uh, my views are my own, and so I want to remember to say that on every single show because I'm going up in this world so my views are my own 
They do not represent my employer. Wait, so what do you I mean? don't represent my employer or anybody else who pays me. What do you mean you don't have a seat? Not you started this off with a disclaimer about the rest of us not having a seat. He started off with a diss. Not, not a disclaimer. He dissed us. It was just a story, guys. I was just thinking, you know. Well, where's your seat? Okay. You, do you know what's funny about me is I always have seats. I keep them in my phone, so like I can always pull out a random seat. If whenever I need to do so, but I'm not going to to justify <laughs> your attack on me. <laughs> Boy, I tell you. You want to see my daughter? Come here. Oh. You want to be on TV? Um, pray for Bill. He's undergoing some uh, family trauma. So, yeah. Let you Bill up. Say hi, Bella. Hi. Hey. <laughs> Um, you guys have anything else to say? Any shout outs? Shout out to everybody that was in the comments. We appreciate you guys. And for those yeah. of you who are up late, um, it's only like five o'clock where Jason is. So that's why his kid's still up. <laughs> it's not five o'clock. It's like eight o'clock. But yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> Dex, you have anything to say? You good? No, just thank you guys for watching. Thank you, Will, for, you know, everything you're doing. And um... <laughs> this is strange. I'm not sure where you were going with that. <laughs> thank you, Will, for everything you're doing. What? Like protecting his peace and all that stuff. Oh, so okay. a lot. He's going through a lot. And um, thank you guys for like tuning in and watching the show with us tonight. There we go. All right. For Ty, for Bill, for, for uh, Dexter. <laughs> I forgot. His name is Dexter. Dexter. This yeah. has been another edition of Bro Talk Live. We'll see you guys next week. We out. She's out. She don't want no more to deal with me. I can't hit in broadcast. Move your hand. Say bye.